0: Yo, what's up y'all? This be Johnny and J Mo from Ship Podcast, letting you know to like and subscribe to us on any listening platforms you may be able to listen to podcasts. We are on Google, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and YouTube. Five, four,
1: three, two, one. Hey, what's up? What's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of J Mo's Journal. This is officially episode number three. You know, I'm trying to keep up with the episodes. I almost lost track of it in my mind this morning. I don't number them on my papers, but I will start. So I'm going to keep up with my numbers. I did this time. I don't know why I mentioned that. But, you know, we here, man. We're going to have a pretty interesting show. I put a lot of work into this show, so let's go. You know what I'm saying? I I can name plenty of times in my life when I was watching the news or something. And, you know, something may be going on in another state or just somewhere else around the world. You know, and just with me being far removed from the situation... I usually get the impression that, like, what I see on the news is something that's going on, like, in every part of that place. For example, me being from Houston, every time the city floods, someone calls my phone and be like, hey, man, y'all good, bro? Y'all under that water? I be like, bro, I ain't seen an inch in my motherfucking yard yet. You know what I'm saying? But the impression of the news saying Houston is flooded, they don't say Southwest Houston is flooded. They say Houston is flooded. So the impression gives that, you know, we are all under the same situation. But also Once I Make You know The conversation With the person Maybe one of my cousins Or something out of, out of state Or out of the city And I give them The information they need And they have the information That okay Well maybe that, that, Okay he lives over here And that area wasn't flooded So now they have more information And they like Okay it's, it's in Houston It's parts of Houston That's flooded And they can relay That information to other people And I said that to say Like on this show right here I'm going to talk about Some things You know So, I pretty much took the same approach when I was talking about the situation in Afghanistan. And it kind of have something to do with like the false narratives that be carried on by the media. So, we're going to talk about the Taliban a bit because that's a, you know, situation that's going on right now and it's steady evolving. A lot of people don't know what's going on. They just hear shit, you know what I'm saying, from one source or whatever it may be. So, I'm going to take that approach. I'm going to get in there and then the false narratives that usually be. And it's crazy because. It didn't have anything to do with the Afghanistan thing When I was thinking about the false narratives It actually was a sports topic on some other shit But we'll get there when we get there, right? But what I did was When I was looking into the Afghan situation I'm talking, when I tell you I become obsessed With some shit, I pray to God I never become Obsessed with a woman like I become obsessed with Gaining information Because I was on like all over the world On YouTube, when I mean all over the world I mean I'm literally changing my locations To Australia, to UK to uh, Jamaica What was the other ones I did I tried to Oh, uh, Egypt was as close as I could get To the Middle East You know what I'm saying Because a lot of the Middle Eastern countries Don't have YouTube They don't even have Wi-Fi internet You know what I'm saying To be real And it ain't that good They It's very restricted In them countries So I, I took that time And you know Went through some shit And I decided Once I got some information That people should know The whole history of the Taliban And not like I'm trying to give you a history lesson I'm trying to take up for them It's that sometimes we are We have feelings about things Or we wonder about things And we don't truly know what's going on Or something like the Taliban is. I'm 31, gonna be 32 years old Been going on It's been a conversation for most of my life And I still don't have a full understanding That before I got into this information Of what they were about Why they were there And who they are So I feel like I'm gonna take time In this journal to Take you guys on that little trip, you know what I'm saying? Because this is what J-Mo's journal was really made for. It was made to research information and to relay information and in what I call layman's terms. Not because you guys are laymen, it's just we speak different, we understand different when we talk different, you no? Know? So here we go. Now, what I want to do with the Taliban, first thing I want to get on is where they came from. Because obviously, like, they ain't talk about the Taliban in the Bible. We don't remember them niggas from the beginning of time. So they came from somewhere, and they came in a time. So when they came, finally popped out it w- in public, I guess when they documented or come out to have come out was in 1994. And if you have a little history on the world history, then you know in the 80s the U- the Soviet Union and the Afghanistan was kind of having a conflict. The Soviet Union was doing some American shit, kind of like in their country holding their shit down. I don't know what they was trying to do, trying to get, but it was a conflict. And America was calling itself, since, you know, America and the Soviet Union hadn't never seen eye to eye, that America was helping Afghan with the war by giving them some of their old equipment and, you know, training them up to be cool. And after that,
0: my fault, just freedom fighters, right?
1: Yeah. So after that, the war ended, You Soviet Union dealt Afghanistan. It becomes like a spot where it's kind of divided Anytime another country comes in And help a religious state like that It creates conflict amongst the very religious people Because they don't look at America as a very religious state So they like you are tainted You was fucking with them So anything that came about while they were here We need to get that up out of there So they start It was a civil war that ensued It was in Afghanistan And out of the civil war Afghanistan got weakened by it and the Taliban, the Taliban was one of the people that came in 1994 because the, the Soviet Union left in 1989. The war, the Civil War pretty much ended in 1994. The Taliban came out after the Civil War and basically was like, we about to bring Afghan back to law, like back to Islam, Shari, right, whatever it is called law. We're going imp- to imply that law in Afghan culture. And plus, like I say, America was there. I had been there Had infiltrated the people's culture they had just finished fighting the Soviet Union so a lot of people were off their rocker so the Taliban was like the niggas is off their rocker I'm gonna deal with them so they started slaughtering and you know killing people supposedly according to records and documents throughout the 90's it was crazy Taliban was going ham on them then comes 9-11 9-11-2001 September 11-2001 For the young niggas Who don't know, see to me I just say 9-11 I was in grade school I remember like It was yesterday A lot of people Weren't alive for that day That's really popping now So You know they know About the day obviously But you know they don't When you say you gotta Kinda sometimes let them know With 9-11 You talking about You ain't talking about The Porsche and all that Old shit These niggas crazy nowadays. But uh
0: Yeah like we wasn't Present at ground zero So
1: Yeah So It happens America like yeah we know who did that shit It was this dude named Osama bin Laden Osama bin Laden was the head of this group called Al Qaeda Al Qaeda was based out of Pakistan But they had strong ties in Afghanistan And any hood nigga know Anybody that been in the streets Criminal life know If I'm from D block And I get some shit and the laws looking for me I might have to move to C block nigga I'm
0: sorry hold up we're gonna have to probably drive back Let me see Al Qaeda came after the Taliban Right So it was first We thought he was with Taliban But then Later on Al Qaeda popped up After like He got After he got killed Right No he was
1: literally leader of Al Qaeda Al Qaeda was big shit Back then It's just Al Qaeda Was in Pakistan Instead of Afghanistan
0: Okay Alright
1: But what it was Is after 9-11 And America had blamed Al Qaeda for it And they You know if, if we blame you We're gonna go for your OG Whoever made the shot Called Called the shot So He went to Afghanistan. Him being Osama Bin Laden, and he was over there chilling. And America hit basically hit the Taliban up like, "Yo, we know y'all over there living how y'all live, but y'all got this nigga over there did some shit. We want him over here so we can bring justice to him." And they looked at him and said, "Well, just bring the evidence to the table, show us where he did wrong at, and we might bring him over there." But America knowing how the Taliban get down, that ain't nothing. He ain't do nothing wrong according to them. So they basically, this is. According to records Now when I get into the talks This is me giving you guys the book uh, lesson Then I get into the storytelling lesson Storytelling usually gives you my take of what I got Throughout all the information that I went in game. So America decided they're going to go into Afghanistan And look for Bin Laden But they, felt, they knew they would have to fight the Taliban to do so But the crazy part about it See this is honestly where storytelling has to come in at Because All the information This is where the information Gets lost at Like a lot of times It gets one sided This side says this And this side said that America Is Seen to have And when I say Seen to have Is this is by anyone That's not an ally of America It seems to have Invaded That country To kind of take over their shit Because they have a lot of Valuables You know They got a lot of minerals The opium They got a lot of drugs They make a lot of money Off of trade over there And if you been ran by an organization That's built on Law of the shit high right Whatever it's called Excuse me for the people who's under that
0: I think it's Shenra Law or something like that But I know what the law you're talking about
1: Yeah for those who are under that They uh I'm sorry I got lost But uh, Sorry damn I got
0: lost
1: Oh yeah basically so They were Trying to a lot of people them those who are not Allies of America feel like America went over there To put the democracy over There to create a government so it could be easier To trade with them they would be indebted to us Because we kind of helped them create a government Right but the Taliban It's kind of like Pablo Escobar Was in his neighborhood he had so many people That no matter how bad they did He did I'm talking Pablo He had people he did so much good for That they swore by him regardless and that's kind Of how it was with the Taliban That he, they convinced a lot of the country that America is kind of trying to take Islam out the country, and kind of being true for America is taking what those folks believe are is their law out of their country because America feels like everybody should have an equal life. And it's crazy like America's over in Pakistan and Afghanistan trying to create a life for those people, equal life, and they ain't even created an equal life for the people over here. But that's a story for another day.
0: That's America for you. Always want to be in other people's shit, but don't want to fix his own.
1: Because that shit don't pay him enough over here. Like, over there, they say uh, the Taliban is estimated to make $1.4 billion every year. Why is that? They sell opium. They sell minerals. And they're supposedly funded by two other governments, uh, Iraq and... Pakistan if I'm not mistaken No Iran and Pakistan supposedly Gives a lot of money to the Taliban
0: So pharmaceuticals and um, Minerals Yeah yeah, pharmaceuticals and minerals
1: Exactly And and government funding from other countries Because you got to be real Do you think Pakistan want to see America come in And take over Afghanistan No they don't So now we're at the point where America realized That these people are unbreakable You can't fight against God no matter what God it is the God, Whether if, if it's a God you believe in or not Jihad is a real thing over there These people are willing to go out for what they believe in And America's not built like that They built on trying to starve you sh- sh- Torture you Make you scared to change They not really built like just wiping you out They are but they not because they too PXE. They want motherfuckers to like them at the same time They want to seem like a good guy most of the time So they gotta do some bullshit on the slide But they gotta act like they some real cool people But uh they was over there basically trying to change them to a democracy The people are unbreakable America seeing that the people are unbreakable So they decided, you know what, we see you niggas ain't gonna change We up out of this thing We losing people, we over here trying to change some shit And ain't shit changing But the problem with that is you have turned so many people on your side Same thing that happened in the 90s You got so many people built in You have been over there 20 years You got a girls that's 23 years old, 24 years old that been going to school since they were young girls That's got college degrees now That are Educated they ready to go to work and have careers That on the, the Taliban law they can't do Those things they actually become sex Slaves you have some men who Decided they wanted to get a paper and they want a better Life for their kids and their daughters they want their daughters To have a better life so they bought into The democracy way and voted and Went and stood up and protested For things that they probably shouldn't Have now because now America leave It's yeah we seen that shit you Did you know what I'm saying these dudes gonna get Shot on the spot type shit ain't no talking with The Taliban when they you go against their law I've seen them talk Now this isn't Speculation on who I believe they are This They so cold blooded Like Not cold They so good with it That Or cold with it However you want to look at it The leader of the Taliban Had a fucking national Press conference not pray he have Interviews with 60 Minutes And like Prominent news Channels and shit So you get a chance To see how he really Talking How they feel about things And he said We willing to fight forever Like Death doesn't hurt us Because at the end of the day We doing something for
0: God you know, so it's kind of it's hard, mm, man. That 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 kind of makes me think of something else, but I'm not gonna talk on that. So, oh yeah, but, but on the law, I just looked it up and um, Sharia.
1: It's Sharia, but I I seen the I seen the word like mm. I wrote it down. I just I never yeah, heard it pronounced, yeah. and I didn't even look take the time to look at the pronunciation. How you pronounce it was usually next to the word when you get in a description, but. I don't know man that's just that was laziness on me i was just so caught up in learning of what they were about that when you learn about another language And I learned this in, Not studying Hebrew But studying the Bible Through Hebrew In a sense of You know on a Where they kind of Switch up shit a little bit That sometimes you gotta Let shit make it In order to get the full message You can't you. like I feel
0: you but I don't yeah, know, the, man, yeah. you know Sometimes it's good for you You know it was just, I just wanted to look it up too Because I was like I think I was saying it wrong I think you were saying it More right than me Yeah but, more, uh, right, more right Than me writer That's some stupid shit More right than me So I just looked it up for you That's all But yeah that's the story
1: And America said they gonna be out The Taliban said get the full up. They say that once y'all leave We gonna restore power basically back to how it should be They kinda rushing the Americans out They bombing shit on their way out the America's supposed to be today. It's August 30th America's supposed to be all the way out And have all their shit out by tomorrow They ev- evicted nigga by the first We trying to remove remo- some niggas in Nigga if you up in this bitch we gonna come get you the boot And that's what they basically said It's gonna be consequences if you are here beyond the 31st So but that's some Go back to this shit That's some weak ass shit for America though I ain't gonna cap Like Imagine being the leader of a gang And niggas tell y'all Y'all niggas better stop hustling over here by the 1st And if y'all don't stop it's going to be consequences But we already decided we was going to transition from hustling Right And But we we, we, we said We want to stop hustling by the 31st But it might be by the 5th or 6th That we we can really just transition fully up out of this hustling phase. But they say nah nigga If you on this block by the 31st We on that ass nigga I mean after the 31st we on that ass nigga
0: so, tell me this, though, because I'm not much, like, because I'm not really on to it right now. Um, do we still got troops over there?
1: Last few. They had less than 10,000 last time I checked. They'll be out by tomorrow. The last troops to leave. Like, that's the problem now is we had more personnel we're trying to pull out than actual troops. Like, people that construction workers, people who were Afghanistan's, who worked with the Americans their whole life, or, you know, just. People who with passports that come back to America People with granted citizenships for whatever reason Those are the people they most The troops are just over there waiting on them You know the troops got enough shit they could have been up out that thing Okay so basically That covers that topic and I just wanted to give people A rundown of that for the people that didn't understand What was going on with the Taliban And that kind of ties into a bit of What I say false narratives and what I mean by False narratives is when I listen to Both sides of the story you get two different stories and sometimes people go wrong with one story because they only listen to one side, and that's how false narratives are usually created. And but like I told you guys earlier, the false narratives uh, conversation didn't even come up talking about Afghanistan. It came up on a sports topic because I just thought about how sometimes a false narratives could have us out here looking like well, like stupid, kind of like we don't look stupid because when 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 you in a special ed class, nobody's look feel special ed, you know. So you just around a whole bunch of dumb niggas, basically And I'm not trying to be disrespectful to the special ed people I'm trying to be disrespectful to the people who will sit back and listen to the media tell you some shit You know, it has no validation, no merit Nothing should even be conversed, conversed about this But you'll take that and have a whole argument about it And I said that to say the Belichick Brady argument One of them That was one of my examples Belichick versus Birdie. That's the dumbest shit you could ever think of in fucking life. Who the fuck will really, in their mind, believe without like, nigga? But Tom Birdie is the like. If that's the case, Tom Brady would have been a number one motherfucking quarterback. He would have been that nigga every time. It's a lot of times where like, and and, and and I'm a big believer of this, right? What sells in football? Quarterbacks, receivers, pass rushers. Safeties and cornerbacks. What wins in football? O-line, D-line. Every time, who won the Super Bowl last year? What happened? Is Tom Brady better than Patrick, or was they fucking offense better than they? I mean, defensive line on the Tampa Bay was fucking over a fucked off offensive line in Kansas City. Hmm. When the Legion of Boom won against Peyton Manning, what happened? Oh, Peyton Manning didn't have enough time to throw that football. Damn, that's that defensive line on that ass. Oh, shit. Eli Manning got two fucking Super Bowls. Damn, I think he only scored 17 points in that second Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Or was it 14? He only scored like 14 or 17 in either Super Bowl. That's a hell of a defensive line. Tom Brady done had no time. So that's really what a game is won at usually. And most people know Bill Belichick being a defensive genius, him putting people in the right position, him being a scheme master. So I'm like That conversation Is fun to have I guess it's cool Because ESPN Gotta find something To talk about 24-7 Because they are A 24-7 sports cast We are not 24-7 Sports people y'all We gotta think about Different things We gotta use our mind We can't be generating These topics It's cool Because I I, I watch ESPN Sometimes too But I'm also At a point in my life Where I could take stuff And leave stuff I know what to take And I know what to leave Man And like I said That's just one of The examples I I had Used Because I feel like Tom Brady in those earlier years He did Yeah people like to say Well he got the team up there To do this shit oh, Football is an intricate game Like it's it's a game Based on a lot of things That go in one That gotta go right Like it's Tom Brady could throw for 500 yards And still losing the Super Bowl I think he did it It don't matter what the quarterback do If the offensive line is playing like ass It don't matter A lot of those yards Are gonna be coming back From some shit So Like I say that was one of the false uh, Narratives created Another one And this don't have nothing to do with sports It's another passion of mine though Music, album sales Who gives a fuck if you sell 150,000 albums your first week Cool you popular Doesn't mean your album is the shit dog For one people gotta buy the album To listen to it So that means you were popular enough for a lot of people to buy it That don't mean people liked it Nah, I sold 52,000 is first week Best album I heard all year Who gives a shit Let's get out of that Numbers are cool But they aren't everything People say Drake got all of this over Wayne Nigga how many mixtapes did Wayne give away for free in the hood Wayne got more mixtapes than Drake got albums Nigga And all them shits was free Nigga And they rocked the streets They, just, they ain't like some niggas you go to their discography And they got 8 mixtapes that nobody ever heard of I'm talking about shit everybody know every goddamn song of Nigga so the impact is what I go out for of. When I hear Nas music He makes me want to be a better man to a woman He makes me want to invest And be a grown ass man When I listen to Moneybag Yo The top selling album of the year He just makes me okay for the moment He makes me feel like they're Okay but when I turn the song off There's no thought about what he talked about Impact is different so let's go for impact now. Let's like let's start back listening to music for what the fuck is going on, other than what the fuck everybody else really talking about. Cause you're popular doesn't mean shit. Kanye West got the number one album in 100 different countries right now as we speak, and Donda is cool, but it ain't the best album in 100 different countries right now. I bet you. It's just popular. He done the promotion. He put a lot of money into this album selling a lot in his first release. What he done in his career Plus what he done In these last month That's what goes into Selling an album It's promo nigga McDonald's sell a million Billion fucking burgers Nigga They burger ain't even Top 10 nigga It's like your artist Sometimes nigga Favorite artist Shall I say So I had to get that Out the way because People need to hear that thing Especially for me So you know how I feel Don't come to me Talking about what a nigga Done sold Cause I fuck with Kendrick He could sell a lot But he that nigga too His impact is something That's what makes him The gold in my mind is he can sell a lot and have an impact A lot of people got to sell their art to sell a lot Sell their message away Like give it away Like, You know what I'm saying They got to change it up a bit to sell a lot Kendrick can talk shit about white people And white people still go buy his album Who gives a shit That's the impact nigga Because you telling the truth You know what I'm saying So I respect that So that's false narratives Two things that I want to get out the way What I call stupid sports arguments It ain't always just Tom Brady and that LeBron and Jordan. There's no LeBron without Jordan So how could we argue those two Stop it man Like yeah that's fun to argue It's cool for niggas who like LeBron To get up and be able to pound their chest about some shit It's like Nigga my grandpa was a fucking hell of a fighter But my fucking uncle can probably beat his ass now But if they were both in their primes at the same time Which we would never see My grandpa would probably kick his ass So why would we have this argument of who's the best in their prime
0: anything to stir up a story
1: when you have to talk about sports all the time or when you have not even just espn sports media and period Or me- music media when you just get when you a blog page and all you blog is hip-hop and entertainment you gotta create you like you gotta grab on every little thing and try to make something out you squeezing everything so us as people we need to stop consuming everything it's cool because i listen to bullshit the bullshit everything i listen to don't have to be the fucking art of war nigga that shit can be some motherfucking NBA young boy, but it's on what you, as a sponge, what are you soaking in? I'm not sponging NBA young boy. I'm just listening to it. I'm like a motherfucking, uh, the wind thing. When you put on top of the car and the motherfucking wind glide off that motherfucker, he the wind and I'm the wind glider, nigga. Like, I'm just going right through I'm cutting straight through that shit. That shit ain't, it's no real nothing is sticking with me with young boy but i like well he's something to listen to feel good i can be like money bag yo but when we gonna praise people okay i can praise him for what i praise him for but i'm saying like let's not act like Nas is any less best better this year because he only sold 52 and money bag sold 150 like you know it's just
0: it don't even matter man you know what i'm saying
1: i mean i know with <laughs> social that media you know because
0: i'm is like it doesn't matter if you, like, just how you said, if you sold 52,000 in your first week, but your album is a beast. Like, the album is pretty good. When I listened to King's Disease 2, I'm sorry to interrupt, I just have to say that a little. When I listened to King's Disease 2, it made me forget, like, damn, man, how the fuck can I just be sitting here, like, damn, man, nah, is it so cold, and nah, I already know. I already know this. And it's like that's how King Disease is. It's that good. That it's like, damn, this is fucking this is lyricism at its best. Well, as finest. I'm not as best because I've seen it at its best. This is at it's finest. So we can say finest. This is like fine wine. I'm done. Yep. So I
1: like the album man a lot. I'm like I actually listened to it this morning. So the third thing I want the topic uh topic that I wanted to tackle is The Boosie Boosie Breakfast Club interview Now I actually had a lot to say about it at one point in time But Right now I mean he had the Boosie bash yesterday So I want to add a little bit of that in there Because I have some insight on that So I'm going to add a little bit of that in there So I'm going to kind of take some off of the Boosie Breakfast Club interview I'm going to kind of skim through it a bit shall I say Now when they first asked him about the Lil Nas X shit when he, was ta- when he said that he would snatch Lil Nas X off the stage and think he'd beat his ass or some shit if he get naked on the stage. I actually thought they was asking that on some help a brother out type shit. I thought that they were going to give him the alley hoop to kind of clean that shit up. But when he said what he said, and he didn't say nothing wrong He just said what he been said He was just like, nah, I don't want my kids saying no shit like that Like it's an agenda being pushed And they just, they stayed on it out of like an hour long 50 minute interview It was probably 40 minutes of it was Why did you say this? Why do you feel like that? Oh, can we change your mind? Maybe you should think like this Maybe you should feel like that And I felt like that was a bullshit tactic they pulled Because you got three different interviews Everybody should have a different job you know what I'm saying? I, all three of y'all should be sitting here trying to get this man to look at even a gay person, the trans the transgender person got on the uh mic and was like, "I agree with what Boosie said. I disagree with some of what he said. She said, "I don't believe that just because you see gay people you're going to become gay." She said cuz my son not gay and I've been gay his whole life basically. And but she said she do believe there's a way a real like, you don't know, be on fucking TV. Ass naked as Man or woman You know what I'm saying But he believed that What Boosie's trying to say is He believed they would let the gay shit slide Like they would let Lil Nas X get on the war show And go ass naked But they wouldn't let a woman do this shit So what they trying to make it say is Oh so you would want a woman to do it But you don't want a man to do it that's what you're saying He's like nah I'm not saying that shit Because I got a daughter I don't want my daughter with no chick Cause y'all trying to make it seem like he they tried to make it seem like But you like girl on girl shit He's like I got a daughter I don't want my daughter with no girl Like so do I like girl on girl shit No. Like if What I deal with on my personal life Is my personal life But what I want my kids to see And be around That's how it always been That's what's stupid to me Is we forgot that part We forgot how I don't know what the fuck My mama was out there doing My mama could have been on A whole strip out here In these streets bro But when she came home She was just mama She worked she was tired because she went to work. I didn't know She after work she hit the club or whatever the fuck she might have done. She just went, you know, as mama. And I feel like that's the part we lost in society where kids have their place. Like, what's wrong with my mama keeping me away from pussy weed and alcohol music video? That's the same thing as keeping my nephew away from the Lil Nas X video. I'm just keeping them away from everything that isn't kid appropriate. Whether it's guns, drugs, or thoughts, or fucking these dudes with the clothes off with niggas kissing niggas. I honestly don't really like, No know what I'm saying? I don't want my nephews and nieces seeing none of that shit. So I don't want my nephews and nieces seeing two girls kissing each other. I'm not going to cap. Without, now, I have my own preferences as a person, but we all do. If that's the case, then we all, not the case, then we all like Jesus. Why don't we all just hang out with the bums Hang out with the crackheads Why not? Because we feel like I'm not gonna hang out with no fucking bums So if I feel like I'm not gonna hang out with a gay person I'm wrong mm.
0: What's
1: the difference? Preference But I'm not saying that Because I don't have a problem with hanging out I'm just using that as an example I literally don't have a problem I'm not gonna hang I'm not gonna say I wouldn't But I don't find myself usually hanging out with gay people You know why? Because we're not into the same shit Same reason I don't hang out with people that's into other shit Like I'm into a, Hip hop music If you go to fucking punk clubs Like rock clubs We probably won't be going out together Not because you're gay You might not even be gay It's just you're into A different type of music scene Yeah. Same thing But people take everything So personal when it comes to Their personal choice If you scared to live with that shit bro We gonna deal with that On a different topic But don't try to make me feel bad for Not wanting to see that shit I don't wanna see a fucking Crackhead hit a crack rock I promise you I don't So it's Not the prettiest sight So what I'm saying is What I protect myself from I have that right What I choose to Protect uh, Not Bring Cause what I, I use the different term It's a difference between Protect and not bring I can't protect these kids from shit Too much shit out there I can just wisen them up on what the fuck is going on But I can just not bring it around them Because one thing about it is I understand impression if I see a nigga do some shit That's one thing But if my bro do it That shit might look a little cooler it's acceptable now Cause I know him I look up to him So anything he do Might look a little different So it's just that shit And I want people to understand that When it comes to this PC culture We living in Don't get lost in the sauce of that shit Kids have their place Believe me And we do have the right Of preference nigga So Those are the two things That I wanted to mention On that topic When it comes to those The Boosie Well when it comes That was just the part When it comes to like What he was trying to say The the Boosie Club interview In itself was just an embarrassment To the Breakfast Club Because They act like they did And the crazy part is I got into the Breakfast Club Because I felt like They were geniuses At conducting interviews But at uh, Lately I've not been watching The Breakfast Club Because I feel like They've been sucking ass At conducting interviews That's how you know Something's when i first had like got into them they was trying to get us to listen to them now they got everybody here you can tell what kind of fucking people they really are man and it's cool everybody envy selling cars and fucking houses and uh, fucking uh charlamagne is the media star and fucking this girl here got all the businesses and shit she do with the women do they just fucking invest and put all their money into shit so now they winning they don't need us we could cut them off today they're gonna still go live their life but when they ain't had a life like that they gave us what we wanted and that's what we need to stop doing as people too Stop trying to step on people to get what we at Then when we get at them we just act like Hey man like this is who I am Okay it's cool to become a different person and grow into a person You are when you get the money But even in media a lot of times that shit fake Anyway So nigga just give us what we want nigga You ain't got to fucking push no agenda through Fucking interviews
0: Making it sound like they're puppets and somebody's pulling the strings I mean
1: my boy Kwame call it Company uh policy
0: Yeah yeah
1: Kwame Brown says "Company policy." So he say, "If you work for a nigga, and you can be pulled based off saying some shit that you shouldn't say, then what are you not? You can't really say some shit if you feel it. If he felt the way he couldn't say it. Now I feel like that's cool, cause I can't go to my job and just even when I was listening to my music on my loudspeaker. Do you think I could listen to pussy weed and alcohol out loud at my work? The ver- the uh, ex the explicit version.
0: I don't think you can. That'll make some of the ladies uncomfortable."
1: I worked around all dudes. It's just the boss, like some woman might walk through, it's just inexplic- the, the the My bosses was white and Hispanic. They don't they they whites and Hispanic talk it's crazy and they do shit, but they music don't talk about pussy weed and it don't just say it that we blunt when we say shit in our music. It's just it's just what you do in certain places. You know what I'm saying? So I understand, like, yeah, you can't get in here and like don't get in here and saying certain things, but I don't have to be a certain person. Like I don't have to push certain things. I cannot Talk shit about a certain person Without trying to suck dick And be on dick Like you know what I mean Not like suck dick Cause that turns into A homophobic term now Like you know what I mean I ain't trying to be on Nobody's dick I'ma like Speak my mind And I'ma shut up on shit I shouldn't speak on Like a grown ass man But now they niggas Be acting like bitches They start saying shit That they shouldn't even Like they don't even Really be feeling about shit They just They trying to become better At their jobs You know Now it's about popularity The more people that like me I'm cool on So that's what In my opinion What it has become Becomes a shit show Popularity contest And we are gonna get out of it But Those were the three things I really wanted to stick with today And I'm glad You know We got through the episode You know We talked about the Taliban I hope you guys Go and look into that You know uh, You google some shit Go look at your newspaper Read uh, YouTube some shit False narratives You know Try to You know Be your own person Get different perspectives and, and the Boosie Club interview Is just be mindful Just cause somebody don't like you Don't mean that they hate you It just means they don't probably prefer you as a What you into Like I smoke weed And I smoke a lot of weed I, People might not want to be around me Cause I might fire up a blunt real fast You know So it's just preference They might not be like being around weed smoke They might not want to hear a nigga talk a little shit They might not even like the word nigga and you might want to just be on the other side. And I can't take that as they racist. They just don't like hearing this shit and smelling this shit. So it's cool. And with the life, keep living your life, man. JMO's Journal, man. I appreciate you guys for coming in and sticking with us. And still the ship. You can find me on JMO713, on Instagram, on PlayStation Network, J-Mo Kemp J-A-M-O-K-E-M-P on Facebook. Reach out. Link up, man. That way.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah And that's about it, man Steer the ship We out Oh yeah And also follow us on Instagram At Steer the Ship So that's S-T-E-E-R-T-H-E-S-H-I-P Peace